0: The views presented did not necessarily reflect on Young Alabama, the organization. Billy Ray was a preacher's son, and when his daddy would visit, he come along. When they gathered around, and started talking. cousin Billy would take me a walk in. Out through the backyard, we'd go walking. Then he'd look into my eyes. Lord knows to my surprise. The only was the son of a preacher man? The only boy who could ever teach me. Was the son of a preacher man? See you won't. He won't. He yes, he hey everybody. Uh this is Michael Bullington. We're here with uh Call Your Times and Will Fuller. And this is Young Alabama. So it's been a wacky few days in Alabama politics. Um don't think anyone really saw this this week coming um but for anyone who who just tripped and fell in here and doesn't know collier why don't you kind of break down the events of the past few days
1: man it was another low point in alabama politics um so basically what happened was wednesday scott dawson calls a press conference and of course all the politicos are running around you know calling each other going what's this presser about what's this presser about they have no idea what he's gonna come out with, um, and honestly, I had no idea it would be this dumb. I don't. I don't know any other way to describe it. So Scott Dawson calls the press and gets everybody's attention on Facebook um, to basically talk about how Adecca distributed. Federal dollars to um, a group called Free to Be, which is a um, LGBT youth advocacy group, um, and how Adeca distributed money to them. So, and that's under Governor Ivy's watch, and therefore she's held accountable. And this is, you know, another reason why Governor Ivey doesn't adhere to what he claims to be Alabama values. Um, And so, (laughs) anyways, everybody was just going, what in the world? Um, He was wondering why ADECA had to pay this group $800,000, which by the way, this group has closed since Wednesday um, due to some um, operational failures. Um, But anyways, so they have this press conference. and there is an underlying reason why Scott Dawson wanted this press conference to happen. There is an underlying reason why he wanted to point out that under Kay Ivey's leadership, ADECA, um, you know, funded an LGBT group. And so sure enough, (laughs) Representative Patricia Todd goes on Twitter and tweets out something that is just unbelievable. Um in fact, I'm trying to pull it up on my Twitter right now and it, it's it's currently unavailable <laughs> because she put her Twitter on um as a protected account. But basically, um spreading a rumor claiming outing Governor Ivy as um a lesbian. And it was one of the most It was it was absolutely disgusting. Um for a lot of reasons. Um one that is incredibly hateful. Two, spreading rumors is juvenile. And three, this is like one of the number one rules in the LGBT community. You do not out anyone's sexuality. Four, it's false. Governor Abby is not a lesbian. She is a single female, but that doesn't make her a lesbian. So, <laughs> anyways, so ever since, it has been a wild goose chase. Um, you know, Scott Dawson's in the corner. He absolutely knows nothing about federal funding and VOCA money and um, policy in general. Um, Patricia Tide has now lost her job. Her um, job, she was supposed to be working as a um, advocate for LGBT, um, the LGBT community in Florida, and um, their board had an emergency meeting and fired her before she even got to start the job. So um, anyways, long story short, it has been a wild ride in Alabama politics this week.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, um... <laughs>
1: Uh, did I miss anything? Did any did no, I miss you're anything?
0: Right. To give us uh, context to uh, to everybody uh who may not know, Patricia Todd was, was for a long time the first and only um openly uh gay uh lawmaker um in Alabama. She was a state representative from Birmingham Trustful Area. Um and she had recently uh like Hawlier said, uh, she said how she was not running for re-election following this last legislative session, and she had taken a job as uh, executive director for a um, LGBTQ um, advocacy group uh, based out of Orlando, Florida. Um, however, it was supposed to start on June 1st, and um, now two weeks before that, they have rescinded their offer for her um, in light of her um, her tweet on this. Um, the, uh, the actual tweet, um, was pretty clear and it said, uh, it said, well, someone out her for God's sake. I have heard for years that she is gay and moved her girlfriend out of her house when she became governor. I am sick of closeted elected officials. Um, she later clarified her remarks a little bit by saying how she hates hypocrites. Um, but that's still, um. Still, yes, there's been a lot of backlash um, from different groups um, and individuals um, over over this, over her, the way she handled this situation. Um, it's, it's overall unfortunate for, for everybody, it seems. But Collier, you brought up a good point about um, how Scott Dawson clearly intended for this to be the issue at hand. Um, now he, he says how he didn't he, he's given a few interviews where he said how that' that is not the case but yeah um, I think anyone who um, who kind of n- pays attention would know that it's very odd that he would choose to, this one organization out of 100 and he, he uh, knew
1: what, exactly what he was doing
0: right an organization that received 0.5 percent of adeca's grant money over the last um, or it, over 2017, um, a pretty pretty small amount overall. ADECA has our distributes about $165 million in total. Um, and But uh, it's very interesting, <laughs> <You
2: know?
0: laughs> needless. So, Will, why don't you talk to us a little bit about how this whole uh, grant process works? I know there's been some discussion yeah. with you on that.
2: Uh, for anybody that doesn't know, ADECA stands for Alabama Department of Economic and Community Affairs and essentially their primary function its multi-divisional. You have the law enforcement and traffic safety division. You have the energy division. I mean, it's very wide ranging. Um, they deal with a lot of different federal departments uh, and they administer grants all around the state. Um, so it is very bureaucratic uh, in nature. Uh, I happen to have some firsthand experience uh, shortly after Uh, undergrad I was appointed to serve on uh, a juvenile juvenile justice will scratch that uh, advisory group that administers Department of Justice funding uh, for programs around the state and I can tell you that these uh, these monies are passed down and they come with all sorts of strings attached to them Mm -hmm. so when we are when we are looking for programs to fund and the need i don't think i have to tell you especially uh in the realm of victims is boca which um call your kind of touched on earlier and she's much more knowledgeable in that in that purpose area than i am but you know we we have a limited pool of monies with which to fund programs to begin with um and in my experience it's it's declined year over year uh, the money that comes down, and we're talking about, I mean, I think listeners are probably well aware that Alabama uh, is the third most federally funded state in the union, and so when we talk about, I don't think people quite realize that how local governments um, and local nonprofits would really be severely hamstrung um, without these federal dollars. I mean, they're just they're just vital to uh, the provision of services um, when people have nowhere else to turn to. So, right. You know, say what you say what you will about um, you know you may have a a general disagreement with uh, a nonprofit that is you know, dedicated to LGBTQ uh, individuals, um, but the state is required to. Um, to seek grants uh, applications from such organizations required by the federal government we can't say no to that unless we want to Correct. get into protracted, protracted protracted litigation which you know I had some individuals reach out to me on Twitter and um, they were just saying well can't we just can't we just cut them off and well yeah we could cut them off but it would be it would make a difficult situation far far worse uh worried right. to do so and it would be it would be prohibitively expensive on the state uh because it would it would turn into um i don't only it would, it would further sully you know our reputation which quite frankly we we can't afford any more of you know that's what was so discouraging i think about this you know we got to three weeks out of a primary we're coming off you know a, probably the longest year at least of our lifetimes in terms of scandal um, in our politics. And I think a lot of us were very hopeful. You know, I, I, I tweeted at Scott Dawson shortly after I said, you know, I'd hope that you were going to keep this in your back pocket. You know, there were some rumors last week that um, that there, there might be something in the works. And when it didn't happen, I thought, well, maybe, maybe he thought, you know, the better of it. But you know, evidently, and I think what was most... Uh, you know, what's most concerning to me is in radio interviews, uh, you know, Scott had, you know, very he's had a difficult time with the tr- difficult time with the truth.
1: <laughs> well, let me let me say this. I've already railed on Patricia Todd, but I've got to rail on Scott Dawson for a second. I don't want to hear a single word from him about family values ever again. And I do not want to hear a single word from him about victims of crime ever again. He was so quick. He was so quick to defend Roy Moore and say that we before we make any accusations, we need to collect all the facts. Well guess what? Before you call a press conference and before you make a mountain out of a molehill, you need to look into the facts. Look into how the and why this money is distributed and see that the federal government makes us spend it in particular ways for particular victims of crime. And trust me, I would love to have a conversation about, you know, maybe contacting um, um, the OVC office and saying, hey, we wish that we could have more flexibility in um, how we spend these dollars, you know, because we have 17 DV shelters that are overcrowded right now. And the most dangerous place for Alabama women right now is actually their homes. But I don't see him, I don't see him talking about those, those issues. I see him protect, going out of his way to protect people who look like him, act like him, and believe like him. And guess what, Scott Dawson? This is not only your state. And I am sick and tired of people like you who are making fools out of us out of the church, out of Alabama, you need to stop while you're ahead. Please just don't even run anymore. Don't run. So unless you apologize for what you have done, and then for you to have the audacity, I hope you're listening right now, for you to have the audacity to get on the Dale Jackson show and say that, you know, maybe we should forego all of these federal dollars if a portion of them have to go to the LGBT community, Community, uh, so forgo all the federal dollars that women and children are relying upon right now living in domestic violence shelters so that you can be satisfied denying gays services that they need. Are you serious?
2: Yeah, I think it's. Uh... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna co sign that. <laughs> oh,
1: I, I'm done. I like, I'm done. I don't want to hear another word about him having a daughter and protecting women and blah 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 meanwhile he you know doesn't want churches to have to background check employees who I don't know work with children I, I've never seen anything like it. it it's it's absolutely insane and I'm a Christian I am <laughs> gosh I was I went to the Baptist church at Auburn currently go to Redeemer in Birmingham um Every Sunday have worked in the daycare. I am so pro-life. I work you know with foster children, four foster children and victims of crime every day, and i I just you know he is so quick to say, "Well, before these very credible women, before we believe them about this man who looks and believes like me, um, we need to have all the facts. Well, you know what? maybe you should have had all the facts for this."
0: That's um that's another thing that gets me is um it, this was incomplete information and it's that the uh, governor's office and Adecco were able to just very quickly refute a lot of what he was saying um which so uh either he did not know how this worked um which is which is just odd why go why push something that you aren't just super confident about but also just the fact that he had to go negative. In 2017, he spoke to the DeKalb um, County Republicans and he said, and I'm I'm reading a quote here. Um, He said how there needs to be no negative ads. In fact, I'll make a commitment that we will not run a negative ad and I'll go one step further that if I see a negative ad that we don't do that comes out, I'll be the first one to try and pull it. So, but obviously this wasn't an advertisement, but he called a press conference and broadcast things on his Facebook and commented on the AL.com live um, stream of it and all, um, or his, his campaign did. Um, so he went negative on this and on something that he was at best incomplete about, like, like not, didn't have the full story about, and that's some, um, Blatantly hypocritical and I I'm very disappointed and I hate that because The best thing Scott Dawson had going for him was that he was the honest conservative true Christian the actual preacher and now going this direction with that is It's just really disappointing. I expect I expected a lot better out of him and um, He hasn't been very substantive, but this is too far
1: he has been the only yeah, me, gubernatorial candidate to really talk about ethics and hit hard on ethics. I mean, he was he was doing well for a hot second there, and then.
2: Well, let me let on. <laughs> well, what do you think? If if I may, I was going to share a, a a conversation that, and given uh, this, this, I wouldn't normally share a private conversation, but I was I was out on the campaign trail a couple of weeks ago i was over in lee county for a uh, um for their annual barbecue dinner uh and I and i was standing next to scott in line and, and you know generally he knows that i'm a and i think listeners um that have heard me on here before know that i'm a i'm a big k ivy supporter I'm not trying to hide that and scott scott always mentions it when i when i do see him out out and about campaigning um but you know he and i have developed a you know I would say a good rapport and um he's asked me on several occasions, you know, how do you think I'm doing? And I've been able to honestly say, um, you know, up until this week. Uh yes. and I've always been glad I've always been glad to speak with him and I've just, I've said, you know, I think you're you're striking a lot of the right chords and I I won't I won't be surprised to see you continue to rise in the polls um Same. over the course of and, and and I and I meant that with all sincerity and I think he knows that I meant that with all sincerity, but you know Tuesday um, all of that went out the window um, he knew he, exactly what he was doing uh, I, I started to say earlier you know I've never seen someone more disingenuous well maybe maybe not ever but it was very disheartening to see how disingenuous he was in his radio interviews um, uh, he was clearly called being dishonest and when the Dale jackson show baron coleman here in montgomery put him on the spot to say who did someone tell you about this information because he was trying initially he was trying to say oh i just happened upon it we all know that that was not what happened he was very clearly directed someone with his campaign or a supporter of his campaign found this information and they were prepared to use it for political game plain and simple and I'm not going to go as far as to say as they coordinated what happened later on that day, but they knew exact again they knew exactly what they were doing, and you know it's plain desperation. I mean I, I could go on at length about that, but my thoughts are well known on what happened. If you're desperate, it's because you're losing. Um, there's no path forward for him in this race, and frankly I'm I'm at this point uh, can safely say that I think his political career political career uh, ended before it ever really even started.
0: Um, so what do y'all think is the, uh, who, who are the big, I mean, obviously I think we're all in agreement that Scott Dawson is the loser here, but who are, who are the winners and losers in this situation?
1: Tommy battle is a winner. I mean,
2: (laughs) he, he definitely on that. Yeah.
1: I mean, Tommy battle, Get to just you know sit back and not have to be gonna... in this mess. And but the thing is, so so Tommy Battle do, you know doesn't get touched or anything. So that that's positive for him. However, Kay Ivey's team did a brilliant job. They finally let her get on the camera. They finally let her do a statement, looking at Jack Royer in the eyes saying that this is a bald-faced lie, this is not true and I thought that that was a really, really, really good tactic, um, you know, as a way to respond. Um, and, you know, so I think Kay Ivey comes out as the biggest winner in all of this. Um, you know, in a lot of ways, uh, Patricia Todd and, um, and the, the Evangelical Party and the Democratic Party in a lot of ways just secured this governor's race, in my opinion, for Kay Ivey.
2: Well, what do you- uh, I, 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 I'll agree with you. I think uh, the governor yesterday handled it masterfully. It wasn't just Jack Royer. I believe she sat for at least three or four individual interviews. People want to hear when when accusations are made, people like for it to be refuted very quickly um and they did so within 24 hours um you know she said i've been busy doing people's work i mean that's been so, a common theme you've heard from her and i think people are starting to realize that she's sincere about that you know the ks the, yes, the campaigning is important but she is committed to the task at hand first and foremost i'm going to have to disagree with you a little bit on tommy battle being the big winner i actually of the mind that if he had come out he called a press conference late yesterday afternoon which was a total nothing burger um nothing of substance was said had he condemned scott dawson had he called this for what it was i think he actually would have stood uh a real chance of, of getting a, a slight bump out of this as well because i think i think you're right that. The governor's position is only, at least for the Republican primary, is only strengthened after this. But I, I really think that a lot of those folks that are, they're choosing between Battle or Dawson. And I think especially in North Alabama, there are a lot of those folks who are, um, who are on the fence. I think a lot of those folks would have had an easy reason to lean towards Mayor Battle had he said, you know, we, this is just not right. You know, um, you know, K and I are political opponents, but and we've had some recent, you know, dust ups, but, um, it's just totally out of bounds. Had he done that, I, I, I think that a lot of people would have thought, you know, this guy, this guy really is in it for the right reasons, you know. Um, so that's a little bit different of a take.
0: Um, that's, that's interesting. I think, um, I think I agree with both of y'all there, honestly. I mean, obviously the big losers are Patricia Todd. I think Scott Dawson loses, um, a lot here. I mean, anyone who is going to really take this to heart and and go off any of these rumors, they weren't voting for KIV to begin with. Um, I'm not sure if, uh, I think it's pretty tight. Oh, even with all this happening say whether or not she's, Gonna have the strength to uh, um, not have a, or get caught in a runoff, but if it's a runoff, it's gonna be Tommy Battle and K. Um But um, as a reminder to everybody, the last the last day to vote or the last day to register to vote is um, Monday, May twenty uh, first, um, before the June fifth primary. So if you are, if you aren't registered yet, get get ready for that because this is this is a good
1: election. Yeah, I mean, I just, it's absolutely insane to me that the candidate who, you know, is, is really getting the, the Roy Moore sector of the party, um, you know, the, <laughs> the candidate who, you know, represents the same people who talked about how ridiculous it is for people to um, bring up accusations um, like those women, Brought in um, and and they were talking about how um, you know terrible it is to bring in someone's private life um, <laughs> into elections. Uh, I I just find it really real. I just it makes me so mad that he would use a tactic like this. Anyways,
0: right. So to reiterate again, he's never. Um, I think I think Kyle Whitmire at al.com phrased it really well where he said how. Uh, Dawson kind of lobbed this issue. up. he didn't, um, he didn't expressively say it or anything. Patricia Todd brought this to a head, but he, uh, he didn't, um, expressly say anything, but I think for anyone who, who knows, uh, like who's heard these rumors, then this is the, uh, um, it was obvious what, what was, tr- what he was trying to do. And it's trying to just stir up a response. Um, but Yeah, which either, so either in that case, he is just naive or, um, short sighted. Um, either that or he was malicious in his intent. And that's, that's very disappointing for someone of his both profession and what he was running on.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, If I can say one quick thing about Patricia, Patricia, uh, uh, Patricia Todd, it would be that, I mean, some of the listeners are probably not aware, the reason she quit the legislature is because she couldn't find meaningful employment. And, mm-hmm. you know, c- kudos to her for finding that employment, uh, but she's lost everything over this. She's back to yep. square one, and I think that's frankly pretty sad. I think that that's really an interesting context when you, when you consider that she felt so compelled to share this just as she's about to begin a new chapter in her life, i mean it's a serious error in judgment to say the least um and, and really baffling it makes you it makes you wonder again what you know was this a concerted effort um i don't have I don't have any hard evidence of that, but um the 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 curious timing is is something to think about it's it's really i've not been so baffled by by an individual's actions in quite some time.
1: And not only was she starting a new chapter, but she was starting a new chapter in career that was based off of correct, advocating correct, for acceptance, it. advocating for people to feel safe when coming out, um, advocating for um, equality, and um, you know, <laughs> we may, we may disagree um, a lot. Me and Patricia Todd, obviously, we disagree about a lot of things. However, um, you know, I don't know what about that statement communicates acceptance, equality, safe, you know, being a safe person to talk to. Um, You know, even, of course, it's a lie, but at the same time, like, what a disgrace. To the LGBT advocacy community, it just—I don't know any other way to say it.
2: Well, obviously, um, like, were yeah, they felt they felt the same way, given that they terminated within 24, yeah, within 48 hours. Yeah. So,
0: like Will said, um, uh, Representative Todd made some made headlines um, back in, gosh, probably January, February, around there, um, where she Mm -hmm. was saying where. Uh, she there was a few articles articles where she said how she couldn't afford a new dryer um, (laughs) because of uh, she wasn't able to find meaningful employment Um, Alabama state legislators are paid um, the state medium median household income which is about forty six thousand dollars a year Um, but she had previously worked for the human rights campaign but because that is a organization that lobbies the government she couldn't be both a lobbyist and a um legislator at the same time um it's those, those pesky ethics laws so um she yeah she wasn't able to find um more money um after that and the times were tough for her but she I, I saw on twitter where she sold she said how she sold most of her furniture already her new house and all, and, and new home down in Florida. So I hate that. For I um, don't know if she sold her house yet or not um, here in Alabama. But um, yeah, she. It's tough there. I'm not sure if it's a concerted effort or if it's just the culmination of a myriad of factors. She threatened to out people in the past, um, and she said before how she's had she has a lot of different she has a lot of secrets about um, law, state lawmakers and has threatened to to bring those to light as well. Um But, so I, I feel like that might be a, this might just be a continual habit. Um But definitely not a smart move. um And,
2: yeah. yeah no matter how I'm you slice it,
0: yeah. No, yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter if it's like, we you know what her reasoning was behind it or, or not. If it was just, she was just upset because Ivy was responding to the Scott Dawson press conference by saying, Um, you know, either just, uh, disgusting things and trying to say how she doesn't support, um, the, the gay lifestyles and stuff like that. But, um, uh, so Patricia Tall was upset about that, I'm sure, but never, nevertheless, just getting upset on Twitter is never a good
2: idea. Point taken.
0: (laughs) Period. The end. So um where do we go from here y- y'all? Like what what happens next? Man. What's, what's going to happen in this in this time? I am done
2: obviously? I'm done I'm done I'm done making predictions uh about what might happen. Uh this has been again a year for the history books and for none of the right reasons. Mhm.
0: I felt like like a couple of weeks ago we had such good substantive conversation about um, you know the the state of education and um, the, you know the whole lottery debate and taxes and, and all of this and now now we're having to discuss whether or not there is any substance to a rumor that the governor might have a non-traditional sexual orientation and that's disappointing to me when we're uh how many days 19 days out from the the primary yes yeah
2: um it's uh you know there there have been some there have been there have been some other rumblings that there could be more uh more to come from the dawson camp uh around this issue if that is going to happen then you know, the next two weeks will essentially be a, a total loss cause, which is a real shame for voters who are trying to make an educated decision yes. about candidates based on their actual policy positions and, and history. And it's just I'm a, I'm, I fear that if we're, we're one more, you know, one more ill timed tweet or uh, soundbite away from the next two and a half weeks just being totally lost. And I, I truly hope that doesn't happen, but I'm not I'm not overly optimistic at this point.
0: And not just for the governor's race, for for every other uh, race, too. Yeah, yeah, that's, what, all yeah, the way yeah, up that's the,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, that, that's hard to, people, you know, that are putting themselves out there um, are just totally going to get, uh, it's got the press coverage, this is just going to, do, it'll dominate everything. Um,
1: and
2: so, I don't, yeah, it's a, I don't, it's a real shame.
1: I don't know how many times that this is going to take for candidates to finally realize that the days of scare tactics and um, the days of lies and the days of bringing sex into every conversation, um, they're over. And, you know, Alabama voters are not dumb. We are not dumb. If you lie to us, we know you're lying. If you're not being yourself, we know you're not being yourself. We know you're not being genuine. Um, We want to talk about substance. We want to talk about um, issues. And I don't know how many times we have to say this. I don't know how many times we have to point this out. I mean, Luther Strange learned this the hard way. Um, Roy Moore learned this the hard way. And now Scott Dawson is learning this the hard way. It's just asinine I don't know any other word to describe it so yeah, yeah if we could if we could talk about the issues, that would be great i would <laughs> I would really appreciate it because that's what the brothers want to talk about
0: who could a the only one who could ever teach me a preacher